1: are you ready for hard-hitting observations she is the least credible person i may have ever seen on camera the ben shapiro show brings you all the news you need to know in america today guys not everything is 40 chess why can't we just laugh ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch we all know i'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to facts by tom mcdonald the ben shapiro show on youtube or wherever you listen Associate Professor of Political Science at Tarleton State University, Dr. Nathaniel Cogley, joins us this morning to talk a little bit about uh, what is going on with how Congress is handling border issues and how former President Trump has jumped into the mix. Dr. Cogley, thank you so much for your time.
0: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: What is President Trump? How is he involved in this right now?
0: He's running for president. Yeah. So this is a this is a talking point against him. You know, President Trump is not a member of the Senate or the House. He's not. Stopping anything from passing but uh you know he's being very clear that what is being considered is the opposite of what it claims to be this doesn't secure the border this actually codifies a, a target range of four thousand to five thousand illegal entries a day and actually encourages it and he's saying a bad deal is better than no deal which seems to be a statement a lot of people would agree with but this talking point that he's stopping it is just uh Try to get Biden something on the campaign trail to say he had this great border deal and Trump stopped it.
1: Yeah, I, I have read a lot of criticism of this border deal, and when you get into the, to the details of it, it doesn't—it doesn't look like it's much of a deal at all, really.
0: Well, first, it's hard to get into the details. There's no draft available, so we're looking for like clues. You know, people speaking who are close to the situation. Yeah, and and they they basically won't enforce the border up to 4,000 illegal entries today, and they'll start to enforce it around 5,000 a day, which is kind of a wild concept. I mean, think about your local law enforcement only enforcing the law after 5,000 instances have occurred. You know, this is kind of a an admission that they can secure the border, but are choosing not to and have a target range of illegal entries.
2: How much pull does the former president have on any negotiations that may be going on right now? I mean, really and truly, legitimately, any at all or a lot?
0: Uh, he's able to certainly communicate with uh, several members of congress that he works closely with now this would not change the senate numbers because uh... democrats have control of the senate and there's enough there that don't have great relationships with trump like a Mitt romney or something like that so i mean it's really mike johnson speaker of the house um, who himself has said this is dead on arrival and didn't need trump to tell him that so certainly uh... you know trump's able to communicate with some members of congress but He's not the reason this thing isn't passing. You know, Mike Johnson is speaker. Mike Johnson doesn't like it. And Mike Johnson won't put it forward.
1: Dr. Cogley, what do you think the reason is that there is such reluctance on the White House's part to get control of this situation?
0: Um, I believe they don't want to secure the border. You know, I mean, Trump had a more secure border. They have uh, perfect legal authority already. And this is something people are pointing out in Section 212F of the immigration law. The president can at any time uh, deny entry to anyone for any reason. This was actually passed in 1952, overwhelming support in both chambers of Congress. Uh, so, you know, for, for President Biden to suggest he needs a change in law to, to secure entries, uh, you know, is just simply not true according to the law itself. But, um, you know, why I mean, it's funny because we have a legal immigration system of which everyone just wants people to use that process, which has certain types of cases and you can vet them. Uh, why do they want so many illegal entries? You know, uh, you know the cynicism in me, you know, might put it up to you know bad motives, you know. Mm.
2: Well, do you think that and I can't help but wonder if this is just this old school mentality, this old school way of thinking about the border, which is not a new problem, right? I mean, this is nothing new. We've known that's been an issue for a while. We just haven't seen levels like this. I don't think ever, in, especially in recent history. But it's very much an old school thinking, I think, for the government to say, no, it's not, nothing's really going on down there where we've got a handle on it or to just brush it off. But do you think with the advent of social media and so many citizen journalists at work, on the ground, bringing us these videos and these stories that you cannot unsee, was that the game changer here?
0: Well, social media certainly you know, creates a lot more um, you know, video instances and documents of this. But I think, you know, Border Patrol has been frustrated. We, we're not used to Border Patrol like actively, you know, opening, uh, you know, a closed fence, you know, or or cutting wire or, you know, helping people across. And, and that's kind of what we're seeing right now, which is, you know, highly unusual. Sometimes it's a lack of enforcement capability. But what we haven't seen is our, you know, the, the part of government that's supposed to enforce the law actually helping people violate the law. This is something that, You know, is isn't normal, shouldn't be normal.
1: I don't know if he meant to do this, but uh, Governor Abbott has uh, put the federal government in a very interesting position to where now the visuals will be the Border Patrol cutting wire to let people in. And people are already saying it's the, the system is overwhelmed. But politically, that's I think that is damaging to the White House.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And um the twenty five governors who have stead- stepped up and voiced support for Governor Abbott here and even being willing to send resources has kinda made Biden's response, you know, a bit of a puzzle. You know, what's his counter move here? And uh you know, Abbott and Paxton seem to have thought this out a bit. They're they're using Texas property and Texas resources to enforce Texas law, and uh, I don't know why that would be controversial in D.C. Texas has a right to enforce its law, secure its border, as well as the U.S.
2: Yes, and that was going to bring me to this next question. Politics aside, how can anyone, on the right or left, how can anyone on the left defend what is happening at the border?
0: <clears throat> well, if you look at the far left, you know, they, they they present this ideal image of everyone coming here illegally as someone, you know, seeking Political asylum, and, and we should be welcoming. Of course, you're talking about millions of people. There's variation. Uh, there might be some good people in the mix with good motives, but you got criminals and gangsters and cartel members. And you got people, you know, everyone with a child, it's not necessarily their, their child. They might be trafficking that child, you know. And this is why we want people to go through the vetting process of, of legal points of entry and why someone would encourage them instead of going to the legal point of entry, you know, trying to swim with your child across the river you know, to enter illegally is highly, it's risky for those involved, and it violates, you know, our sovereignty. So uh, I I don't know why, why they encourage them to do it illegally, except that they want, you know, violations of the law, and they want to enter into policy beyond the scope of what the law permits.
1: Associate Professor of Political Science at Tarleton State University, Dr. Nathaniel Cogley with us. Thank you so much for your time. We'll have you back.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I keep getting that uh, that that story of all oh, these folks are just coming in, they're seeking a better life, nope. a- and nobody uh, there's no criminals. You're making a, you're mm-hmm. making that up, et cetera. You know, we have a population here of seven, almost eight million people in DFW. No criminals here, right? Imagine really? that. Imagine a- that. in any group of eight million people, you're telling me they're all angels. You're it gonna, doesn't work like that.
2: Nope, you're going to have some in there. Yeah, and let's you can't let's say it's
1: one percent. That's eighty thousand criminals you just let into the country.
2: Exactly right.
1: That's 1%, and you know it's higher than that.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: It's problematic.
2: It's chilling, isn't it? It is.